Hello and welcome to the Establish Your Circle podcast. This is the place to get inspiration for your female-led business, whether that's branding, marketing, or just generally listening to other people's experiences and just gaining an insight on what it really takes to be a woman in business. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Establish Your Circle podcast. If you don't know who I am, my name is Rebecca Watson and I am your host of the podcast. I am the creative director of a design agency. I'm also the, what would you call it? The uh, founder, I'm going to say founder of the Establisher Circle, which is my women in business community, where they learn about branding, they learn about marketing themselves as business owners, but also that emotional support that we all need in business and this podcast is an extension of that. So I thought what would be really nice is to tell you a little bit about my story in business because I think it's important for me to share my experiences and as this podcast progresses I will be sharing a lot more about some of the struggles that I've had personally, professionally, in the nine years that I have been a business owner. But I thought it would be really cool today just to go through some of the things that I've experienced in my time as a business owner, but also as a precursor to that, some of the things that led up to me becoming a business owner, because FYI, I never really wanted to run a business. That isn't something that ever crossed my mind. I was always a little bit scared of it, to be honest. I always admired people that had their own businesses, but it was never something that ever crossed my mind that was possible for me. So going back to, you know, childhood, I came from a very working class uh, background, I suppose you would call it. I lived on quite a rough housing estate and uh, my parents, bless them, you know, they, they really did try their best, but it was really tough for them. My dad was a park keeper, so he looked after the local park and did the maintenance for it and things like that. And my mum had various jobs, a cleaner, she worked in a shop. And yeah, we, we didn't have a lot growing up. And I've got two older sisters as well who um, had a lot of issues of their own. And yeah, it just led to a bit of a sort of rocky home life, let's say you know, growing up with not a lot of money and, you know, I was the first of my family to go to university. Um, since then, my a couple of my family members have gone to university, my nephew did and um, things like that. So that that's obviously really positive, but I was the first one to go to university, which often just makes me think, wow, that's, it, I am proud of that achievement because, I think the odds were stacked against me, to be honest. Um, yeah, growing up was not easy, and I think as you grow up as well, if you're if you're in if you've been in that situation yourself as a child, you think that that's really normal. But for me, it's not until I grew up and realised that that wasn't the norm for a lot of my friends. They grew up in you know households that were able to you know send them to clubs and send them to brownies and do extra things that I didn't get the chance to do. Sorry for that sob story, but it's the reality. It is the reality of life, basically. And you'll hear a lot of experiences in the Establisher Circle podcast that 
are probably quite similar to mine. Their businesses have been born out of some sort of adversity. Now, I was lucky enough to get into university and I studied for a graphic design HND, which is like a foundation degree. And I did a web design degree as well. And I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a bit of a struggle for me mentally at university because I had a lot of bereavements in that time, um, which was really, really hard for me. But we, we managed to scrape through and uh, I made it through university and started working at a design agency, um, which was really great. I really enjoyed that experience. And then I started working in-house for the Cumberland Pencil Company, which is a fine arts, global fine arts company. And I really enjoyed my time there as well. I was there for about eight years and then I, me and my husband decided to start a family and she arrived, Lizzie arrived. And um, that was kind of when I thought, I'm not sure that I can physically go back to work. I did struggle quite a lot with, um, I've always struggled with mental health issues ever since I was a small child. I have always been an anxious person. You might not think it because you might see me now looking quite confident, sounding quite confident, doing all these things, speaking at events and stuff like that. But that that isn't the reality of, of the, the like the previous life. That's something which I've had to work towards and and kind of yeah have lots of therapy <laughs> through as well um I'm laughing but it's a very serious issue when you do have mental health issues but uh yeah always an anxious child and I think when you have a baby the realization that you are in charge of this tiny person is very overwhelming and I thought to myself when she was a few months old me and my husband went to a we went away for the weekend and we sat in a pub in Grasmere in the Lake District and he said well why don't you start your own business and I kind of laughed at him I was like I can't do that and he was like yes you can you you've got the skills to be a designer as a freelancer or you know get your own clients and things like that and I honestly was just like you know that, that I can't do that. So I was very much against the idea initially. But when I actually thought about it, I thought, you know what, I'm just going to give it a try and see how it goes. As it turned out, the company that I was working for weren't very happy about me going back part time and things like that. And I just thought intuitively, I cannot go back to that. It was quite a stressful environment. There was a lot of sort of yeah, it was a lot of work actually. Not that being self-employed isn't a lot of work, but it felt it just didn't sit right with me anymore to be to work for somebody else and not have that flexibility. And I just knew that it wasn't right for me and my family. So I actually took a part-time job initially. I did admin for some of the local churches in the area. And I really enjoyed that, to be fair. It was really nice going around all these different churches and, you know, helping them out with organising weddings and stuff like that. So that was really nice. But I really just took that job just so I had a little bit of money coming in. And then I started my business and my logo was my dog. And I always laugh about this. I always say to people when they come to me for like a brand design or whatever, and they'll say, I'm really embarrassed because I had this created and, you know, I just don't feel like it represents me. And I always say, look, I had my dog as my logo when I started my business. (laughs) 
people just laugh and I'm like, at the time that was just what I wanted to do. But I think as you um, develop in your business, you realize that you need to be a little bit more strategic about it. You just need to really, really feel like this is your brand and everything. So as you grow as a business, you do realize that quite quickly. So what I did, I signed up with a local agency. I did freelancing and things like that as well. And then I kind of realized that, hang on a minute, I'm doing work for everybody else. I need to really start thinking about who I want to work with, who who do I want to work with? And that's when initially I started really just targeting women in business. So my specialism at the time was, you know, helping startup businesses to develop their brand, to feel really confident in their visuals and things like that. And things have changed a little bit for me. I think because, you know, now I have an agency, it's very, we do work with small businesses, but we're, we also have the capacity to work with larger businesses as well. So as things have kind of wore on um, in my business, I felt as though you know, because we have like a little team now, it's really nice to be able to take on these larger jobs, but also help small businesses as well. And when I started the Establisher Circle a year ago, it was kind of born off the back of, I knew that a lot of people who were just starting out, they might have just, you know, wanted to go back to work after having a baby or after, um, you know, something just happening in their life where they know that they need to have a more flexible um life and things like that that's why a lot of people start their own businesses because they want to do something for themselves that directly affects their own family you know when you work for someone else it's always like who am I actually doing this for so a lot of people um need that support they need that guidance when it comes to business and that's what the establisher circle is all about so our members get that support all of the time and that is just my way of supporting them I did not have that support I like I said I had a very working class upbringing everybody in my you know life pretty much worked for somebody else I had one um, my uncle Harold who passed away recently he had his own engineering firm and he was the only person that I knew that ran their own business and um, bless him I went to work experience with him when I was about 14 and I literally spent the week like cleaning out the uh, cafeteria and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, this isn't kind of what I imagined, Uncle Harold, but it's okay. But he was one of my inspirations. And the reason being was because he was, um, he, he created machines that were from sawmills. So I don't know if you know anything about sawmills, but he developed a special design of sawmill that was patented and used in sawmills around the world. And he also, if you know Carlisle, he actually um, manufactured and fitted the rings around the, the big Dixon's chimney. So he was also like a steeplejack. So whenever I would go through Carlisle, I would always see that and think of my uncle. And I think with design, it always made me think, you know, it's lovely when I drive past somewhere or I go online and see something and I've designed it and it, it gives you that real feeling of like excitement. So my uncle Harold was a really big inspiration in some ways. He probably never thought that he was, but um, I hope he's listening right now from heaven um, because he really, really was an inspiration to me, bless him. 
Um, but like I say, nobody else ran a business. So I wanted to create something that did help others to run their business and have some support step by step through this, through this life of being an entrepreneur. And it's been something that's been an absolute pleasure of mine. Some of my members, have, I mean, all of my members have done amazing things. Um, but a couple of them, I just think, wow, from where they started and where they are now, it's such a massive shift in their confidence, in their life and things like that. And it's it's just such a joy to see. And this is why running your own business is fantastic, scary, anxious. Um, there's lots of different words to describe running your own business. But ultimately, there is support out there. And I am one of those people that gives that support. So this this podcast is really just going to be about sharing the burden of sharing. It's not even a burden, is it? Sharing the load of being a business owner, but also to inspire you, to give you an insight into, you know, the struggles that you might have, but also how to overcome them. Listening to inspirational stories. I've got so many guests planned and it's really, really exciting, not just for me, but I feel like it's going to be excited, excited for you guys listening as well. And like I say, this podcast is brand new to me. I've always wanted to do a podcast, but just bear with me because there might be a few hiccups along the way. Nothing's ever perfect in life and in business. And I just want this to be somewhere that you can come listen along while you're walking the dog or just having a bath or whatever it is. And yeah, get that inspiration that you need. Realize that things aren't impossible. You can do hard things and this will be here for you every single step of the way. So first episode, this is this is it. I hope you've enjoyed listening. I will be going into lots more detail about things that I've struggled with and also things that have, you know, really helped me on my journey along the way as well in further episodes. But for now, I'm going to leave you to it. I am looking forward to hearing some feedback and yeah, have a lovely, lovely day and I'll catch up with you all really soon.